G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, we have been talking about the upcoming National Day of Thanks. Well, it's creeping up. It's on Saturday, the 28th of May. Let's talk some more about thanks today. And believe it or not, you can get quite deep into talking about thanks. And every Christian believer perhaps needs to know something about a theology of thanks. Matthew Balti is joining us. He's a field director with the Australian Prayer Network. And of course, the Australian Prayer Network, one of the major sponsors of the National Day of Thanks. Matthew's joining us. Hi, Matthew. Welcome along to 2020. Great to be here with you, Neil. Matthew, if we talk about things like having a theology of thanks, does it overcomplicate something that many of us think is quite a simple thing? Because uh, just saying thank you doesn't seem to require a lot of spirituality. But what is a theology of thanks? How does that apply to us? Well, Neil, I think everybody understands the basics, that it's good to have you know, an attitude of gratitude, I think, is, is a little term that's been been going around but but I think perhaps what people may not understand is the deep biblical root of 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 thanks and and drawing that out of the Old Testament and the New Testament and and actually seeing that that this is an extremely important part of our spiritual walk so it's not just you know learning to say thank you because that's what the grandma made me do you know when she handed me a piece of cake wouldn't let me have it until I'd said those you know, precious words, thank you. But there's there's much more in it when we when we begin to look at an understanding of, of biblically where that sits. So it's not just something we go with because grandma said it or our parents told us to be thankful. Uh, what comes to us in the heritage we have is wrapped up in a biblical foundation. Absolutely, Neil. I mean, if we start uh, going right back into the, the Old Testament, uh, there are numerous uh, psalms, particularly which talk about you know, give thanks to the Lord, and they they start off like that. And and that word there, uh, thanks, um, it's it's more than just our normal everyday understanding of saying you know good on you, thank, thanks for that, you know I appreciated it. It actually has a, a deep uh, sense of confession of our position before God, and. Uh, and an understanding that we deeply need God. So in saying, give thanks to God, it's actually saying, um, recognize who we are and our fallen position and who God is in restoring us into, uh, into his family. So it has a very, very strong sense of, of being connected into the family of God. When we move over into the New Testament, um, Paul particularly picks up this understanding of, of thanks. And, uh, you know, in Philippians 4, 6, he talks about, you know, don't be anxious. Uh, and most of us know that scripture, but, but then it goes on with, with prayers of thanks. And, uh, and in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 16, uh, this is, a, I think these are great, three great words 
He says, be joyful, prayerful, and thankful in all circumstances. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Well, I mean, that, un- unpack that. That's huge if, if we have an understanding. Well, what's God's will for us? Joyful, prayerful, and thankful. There's great spiritual power in saying thanks. And I think, uh, Neil, this is what we're trying to draw out in the National Day of Thanks, that it's actually beginning to change, if I can use that word, the atmosphere in our communities as the believers rise up and say, thank you, God, and thank you to one another. You're talking about the power of a thank you, and it's not just a throwaway line. It's not just a throwaway word. In fact, to be a person who can say thank you, you've actually got to be, as you're describing, a humble person. You've got to humble yourself before God, uh, giving him thanks. And really, unless you have that humility, you're not going to be able to say that thank you to someone in your community or in your local church or people even within your own family. You have to humble yourself. You've, you've nailed it completely. It's this understanding of, of, of our position in things. But the difficulty that we have in our culture is that we've actually grown up in this nation with a culture of grumbling, a culture of complaining, a culture of it'll... It'll never turn out right in the end. Um, and uh, one, of the, one of the powerful things about giving thanks is that it turns on the light of the good news about Jesus in our dark, grumbling, complaining communities. Now, I know most people don't think like that. They're just doing, saying thank you because it's polite. But there is so much more spiritual power behind saying thank you, God, and thank you to someone who's done something, it's actually increasing the level of light in our communities. Um, it's really interesting in, um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, when, when Paul is talking about the four key problems that the children of Israel had. They're, they're four big major sins that, that God was always pointing out to them. And the, the first three are pretty obvious. Um, it was, uh, you know, uh, worshipping other gods, sexual immorality, and, uh, and testing God. And it, yep, we can see all those. Well, the fourth thing in that list in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, believe it or not, is grumbling and complaining. And, and so, in fact, by giving thanks, we're coming in the opposite spirit, if I can use that expression, of of grumbling and complaining, we're raising the level of light in our community. And uh, it, it, it's just, you know, I've heard of um, chaplains in schools, uh, school chaplains that run, uh, you know, days of thanks or an attitude of gratitude program in their schools. And it actually begins to change the feel of the school as more kids are learning to be grateful and thankful for what they have. It's very, very powerful. Is there a sort of a self-assessment you can do, I guess, even as we're listening into this conversation now? Can you really self-assess and say, well, I'm probably leaning towards being that person who grumbles, that person who's always negative, often complaining? You can make that assessment. And if you can't say thank you easily, perhaps you need a little bit of a 
a remedy uh, in place to actually counter this sort of complaining, grumbling attitude? Well, well, Neil, you're, you're exactly right. And the good news about uh, the gospel is that that the Lord Jesus has given us that remedy. He's given us uh, uh, through his death on the cross and his resurrection, he's given us a way to undo this junk, uh, our wrong attitudes, our wrong behaviors. Um, because if the scripture tells us to give thanks on all circumstances and we're not, well, let's just be blunt and call it sin then, shall we? Because that's, that's where it sits. But the good news of the gospel is if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from our ungratefulness. But then we need to make one more step after that. This is what we call the act of repentance. And then say to the Lord something like, well, Father, I have been grumbling, but I now choose to give thanks in all circumstances. Would you help me by your spirit to walk in that? So the National Day of Thanksgiving that's coming up, creeping up very quickly, Saturday the 28th of May, this is an opportunity to exercise this new dimension of your life where you used to be grumbling, where you used to be complaining, your opportunity and a day where it is a focus. And you know that people around the nation are going to be having this same focus, a day to say thanks to people in the community and to say thanks to God as well. But this is an opportunity for exercising this new theology of thanks, Matthew. Absolutely. It's, uh, uh, that's, that's the last step of, uh, of prayer, really, isn't it? Uh, if you uh, say, if you talk to God, and God talks back to you, and then you do what he says. And so if he's speaking to us about our grumbling attitude, then, then the obedient step that we need to take is to actually walk in an attitude of thanks, of thanking God for the great blessings in this nation. Neil, it's just, it's a stunning place to live. And choosing to thank one another rather than grumble and whinge and complain. And I must say, not too late to order some of the resources from the National Day of Thanks website. Simply go to austhanks.org.au. That's A-U-S thanks.org.au and things like cards, balloons and ribbons available for order so you can utilise those in saying your thank you uh, to people who are in your community, people in your local church and of course a special focus on people working in medicine and medical research and in health care this year. Matthew Balti, who is a field director with the Australian Prayer Network and they're major sponsors of the National Day of Thanks. But Matthew, great insights today into why the thanks is so important, a theology of thanks. Matthew, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Pleasure, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.